Welcome to the You, Me and the GP radio show, a health exercise and nutrition show for over 40s who want to get back to their best. Discover how to keep yourself fit, healthy and full of energy. Each week, your hosts Rich Clark and Dr. Mark Daniels will answer your questions and interview special guests. Rich Clark is an exercise scientist and nutritionist who helps over 40s thrive, not just survive in today's busy world. Dr. Mark Daniels is a practicing GP with 25 years experience. He's had notable success with his patients using simple dietary changes rather than medication to provide improvements. Living in Wales with their families, they see the effect poor health has on people on a daily basis and how easily it can be turned around. Sit back and enjoy our tips and advice. Hello and welcome everybody. It's uh, you, me and the doc here and we're going to go through some questions, three or four questions, 15, 20 minutes, whichever comes first. If you've been with us a while, you know the crack. No holds barred. We do it off the cuff pretty much. And uh, if you have any questions and things from what comes up when we're talking, please send them in. Mark, how are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. Yourself? Yeah, all fit and well. And um, on a couple of questions today about one of my favourite subjects, uh, lower back, which is is giving me a, a bit of jip sort of thing. Not stopping me training. But it is giving me a bit of jip. But other than that, mate, uh, lucky to be alive. All the rest of it, very grateful um, for, for 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 life and, and what I've got. Uh, got a lovely little family and all that. Okay, first question: um, lower back. Hi, Rich. I was actually sent this question about four or five days apart. Generally, this question by two separate people. So, hi, Rich. My lower back is gone, and I'm laid up in agony. What's the best thing to do? Uh, Rosie was one of them and John uh, was another then so I have a lot of experience in this um, the next question is also a lower back thing but we'll do this one first Mark and then if you want to do the general lower back I'll do the sacred one okay so what I would do first of all is I would tell them to see their GP and try to get some uh, medication because when your lower back goes and it's like gone as in proper you're bent over and you can't move really go into anybody for massage or, or, or osteopath or anything like that in my opinion in my experience is only going to make it worse in the short term so the your first and your biggest priority when it happens is first reduce inflammation second relax the muscles so I've known the best results from uh, this uh, thing. Mark, you can confirm. Obviously, lucky we got you here. They've gone. They've had a high dose of strong anti-inflammatory, like in the Prozen, and also they got a muscle relaxant, like um, a diazepam, I think it is, something like that. Uh, Diazepam, diazepam. Anyway, so Mark, you will confirm this. So, so this is what, so basically the doctors come at it from a relax, um, uh, an inflammation, anti-inflammation and relaxation. What would you, cause, so that's what I do basically, guys, if you're laid up, um, send it to Mark. So then Mark would say. Um, first thing I do is make sure it's not, it's something in medicine called red flags where that, that means it's serious. Mm. And the first thing I, I tend to ask them is, can you pee? Right. Can you hold your pee? Can you poo? Can you feel your backside? 
And they're the things, if you've got a spinal cord compression or anything, those things will go wrong. So yeah. if they can't hold their water, they, they're having trouble actually peeing or they're having trouble holding their poo or they can't feel around their anus, that's emergencies. They have to go into hospital. So that's the first thing. Yes. Right? That's all that danger stuff. Yeah, I've, I've actually had somebody who that's happened to. She's lost full, you know, control of herself. And, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right, yes. Then, then yes, you're right. You need to get them out of pain. I mean, we use decent painkillers, but there is something that's extremely good for low back pain. It's called capsaicin. I think I've mentioned it before which is a, a, a chili, or chili oil cream, which you rub in your lower back to relax relax the muscles because the muscles are going to spasm. Yeah. I prefer to use that than the Valiums and everything because the Valiums and all that sort of benzodiazepines have an addictive property. And if they, um, they, they, they get out of their back pain, but unfortunately they're addicted to benzodiazepines after two weeks. So, and that's, a, that's, that's worse than giving up smoking. So right, I, yeah. I, I tend to, unless they've got, horrendous amount of spasm and nothing else is working i, I tend to uh leave off the the diazepines i may give them i may actually give them something like amitriptyline which is uh uh called a tricyclic antidepressant but it's actually used for pain i might give them some of that because that helps in relaxation and also helps them to sleep at night right yes uh, get get them out of pain and then once they're out of pain uh, then you go to the physiotherapy the you know the massage and all that yeah yeah and, and then that whole process from when you have the back go to when you can be having treatment and getting better. In my experience, you're going to take at least 10, if not four, four, 14 days, yes. And that's as fast as you can push it, really. So, um, that's the thing I say is don't sit around. Yeah, definitely do what you can. Do what you can. Keep walking. I mean, the back is better off erect or flat. It's not good sitting. Sitting is puts a lot of strain on your lower back. So, if you can stand up or lie down flat, that is a better option. My back is exactly as you just described it. It's fine when I'm training. It's fine when I'm working. If if I'm doing this sort of sat at the desk sort of stuff, then it's what worst. So, I I think a lot of lower back problems out there are because we are. Very much uh, um, desk jockeys, as uh, they, they, they say these days, where people are so office-based and computer-based and they sat in a car driving to work and sat in front of a telly then or a screen or a tablet after work. So if you added all the time in a day that actually people are awake and the percentage of it they're seated, it's um, you know, 60 80% or more for some people. Yeah, well, while you're at it, I mean, that's the hip extensors are the problem, aren't they? Because they get tight, don't they? Well, your glute medius, which is uh, like a scaffolding and stuff, uh, and also all the abdominal muscles, they all go pretty much switch off and go to sleep. So a lot of the work I often have to do is like rebalancing the core, so getting the actual you know core muscles to do some work instead of being sat uh, switched off. So when people are in a seated position, they slouch and then the abdominal muscles switch off. So that's the first thing. And then strengthening, as you say, all the um, hip flexors. So Sorry, hip flexors. Yeah. That's extensors, right? Yeah. yeah um, I knew, yeah, it's the same uh, area, pal. Uh, so all the hip flexors. Um, so we do that with lateral, a lot of lateral work and uh, band work and, and stuff. Uh, the old Jane Fonda's lying on your side there. Lifting the leg up and down, um, sort of stuff. Must wear headband for that one. Um, so yeah, that's the sort of stuff uh, for the lower back. But that comes later on, and <clears throat> that's what I pretty much do to you know have a good back um, or a good week with my back is is a, is a bloody 
to start sometimes, isn't it? Okay, next back question then. I've gone on one now. Right, okay, I'm back. Uh, hi, both. I have had a low back pain for almost a year, and my doc thinks I have sacroiliitis. Did I get that one right? Yeah, you did. I have done dealt with that one. Uh, he has given me some anti-inflammatories, which have helped a bit, but is there anything else I can do? We kind of touched on it, but you start, Mark. Yeah, I mean, sacroiliitis is um, it's, you're, you're it's basically your... The, the bit it's affecting is where your uh, lower back fits into your pelvis, basically. Yeah, your SI uh, joint. Yes, SI joint, exactly. Uh, and it can be either an intra-articular, in other words, in the actual joint, which could be an arthritis or an infection, or it could be from outside the joint, which is um, things like ligament injuries, um, damage from actual, you know, someone giving you a whack. Mm. This, so that's the many causes of sacroiliitis. But basically, it's hard to diagnose. It's often missed. I mean, it's about 15 to 25% of all back pains. So it's, it's, a, it's a common thing. And I, I, I prefer it myself. I really, really diagnose it, but an awful lot of back. So probably I'm underdiagnosing it. Mm. And the problem is you can't get the actual diagnosis from the history. You've really got to either do a, do a scan or, or an x-ray. And we try and avoid doing x-rays as much as possible because the actual amount of x-rays you get from a back x-ray is 30 times you, that you get from a chest x-ray. Wow. So you're putting a lot, a lot of x-rays into someone. So an MRIs are more difficult to get hold of. So. You know, you really need to have one of those two things to, to diagnose an MRI clearly, clearly is better. But if you are diagnosed with it, I mean, the, the treatment really is anti-inflammatories and physiotherapy. Um, if that doesn't work, you can, you can actually have some steroid injections, but they should never be done blindly. They should always be done, uh, under either uh, imaging of some sort. Basically, uh, the best way now is high resolution ultrasound guidance, but, if you think you've got sacroiliitis or if you've been diagnosed it, make sure you've had a, had some sort of imaging to say you have got it because, you know, people often underdiagnose. If you've got a low back pain, it's worth finding out if you've got sacroiliitis because it's a different treatment than it is for um, ordinary back pain. Okay, my, I got a question now. Then I wish the physio was you, I suppose, to kind of chip in on this. I'll, ask, I'll be asking uh, Chris, my uh, buddy, the physio, is sacroiliitis, Iliitis caused because the joint is lax and it's coming in and out all the time, or is it just the, it's inflamed? It's, so it's, it's the, the the joint is actually in place, but it's just inflamed in that area. Yeah, I mean, you, there's some other conditions. I mean, you get you get sacroiliitis with three other conditions. You got four. You get it with psoriasis. You can get with ankylosing spondylitis, and the two very rare conditions called Bechet's and Reiter's, which you don't really need to know. But if you've got ankylosing spondylitis or you've got psoriasis and you get low back pain, it's probably going to be sacroiliitis or oh. maybe a sacroiliitis. Yeah, I so um, I click my own SI joint in like sometimes three, four times a week. Um, yeah. yeah, I lie on my side and pull my knee across, and I kind of go like that, and I have a little um, click, and then my back feels fantastic, and I can squat again properly and all that sort of stuff. But I know that the stronger my glutes are and the more I do the glute work, the less I have to do that. Sure. So when the more that starts to happen and I can feel it a little bit sore on the left or a little bit sore to the right and the bottom of my spine, I kind of give it a quick click. Sometimes I can do it by twisting around to get my seatbelt in my car seat and it just goes back then. And I, 
I, th- I don't know. I think I'm going to get a scan or something because I don't know whether I'm making it worse by doing that all the time. I probably am, really. Uh, I, probably I don't know. You're pretty, you're pretty, pretty, if it feels better once you've done it, most of the time, that means you're doing it good. Right. Oh, right. Oh, it feels worse case, when you've done something. You're probably not doing it any good. Yeah, well, that's always a, a good logic. Uh, that, uh, As you say, I, I, it does feel good. So, okay, well, that's made me not there. Maybe I won't uh, rush to my GP to get a scan now. But, uh, okay. Tell everybody, oh no, I won't mention that. Let's, I'll save that story for another time. It's a bit X-rated. It uh, involves my testicles. Okay, anyway, number eight, uh, and a scan. Um, number eight, hi, Rich and Mark. I am 29 years old, and I've been feeling sick when I eat for six weeks. I've lost about half a stone every cloud. I feel bloated and even Cleaning my teeth makes me feel sick. My periods are normal. I'm not pregnant. My GP has put me on a omeprazole, thank you, sir, which has helped a bit but not made me better. Any ideas, Haley? Um. Okay. It's, it's, it's not easy because we haven't got a huge amount of information. I'm glad she put on it that she's not pregnant because that would be the first thing that came to mind. Yeah, of course, so- yes. 29 year old who feels sick all the time especially when she cleans her teeth so that's pregnancy until proven otherwise as far as I'm concerned yeah. but um, okay so Amepazole's helped a bit now that, that's quite interesting because if she had irritable bowel it wouldn't help it would make no difference at all right. the way I'm way I'm going with this is if she's getting a bit of bloating she's feeling sick when she eats I, if she's a bit overweight I mean the most common cause for this sort of thing is gallstones uh, I think that's it sounds to me as though she needs to have a scan of a gallbladder just to, to rule that out because mm. that if I mean irritable bowel doesn't make you sick um, all the acid things like gastritis ulcers and all that if you give them an episode they get a lot better they don't just get a bit better they get a lot better but if you if you're having a problem with gallstones often an episode makes you a bit better but doesn't do the job so I would suggest you as a scan then go from there okay cool what about um, obviously you want to chip in something I heard uh, once when I was what about cytokine sickness? Do you have a um, diagnose or test for that? Nope. No. no. <laughs> Never heard of it. So what is it? Tell me about it. It's uh, when you have very high levels of cytokines, which come from um, lots of systemic inflammation and uh, can cause... I see what you mean now. I see what you Sorry, I didn't ever get it called that. Yeah, okay. maybe I'm saying it wrong again or some yeah, shit. That's you know, okay, that's uh, no problem. Um, I don't think... That doesn't sound like it... I mean, she doesn't say that she has a terrible diet or has a lot of inflammation or anything mm. else that might cause that. Mm. I, 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 I think it, it, it's to me, if she came into the surgery to me, I would say, let's get a scan, rule that out, move on from there. Yeah, yeah, cool. There we are. Just... Uh, very simple. I, one thing at a time. Yeah, yeah, quite. And uh, obviously, the simple approach is uh, always uh, the best. Uh, um, there's a saying that I can't quite remember now, but that um, uh, goes along that uh, line. But uh, anyway, okay, is that four? Is it? I don't know what we've done here now. Um, four, one, two, three. Yeah, I think we've done four. Four. Yeah, cool. There we go. That's a, a shorter episode. People will chomp that one up uh, nice and easy. Okay, guys, that's all for today. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping, if we because we got time. Email your questions in. Uh, email feedback. And uh, if uh, you can uh, share and rate and review the show, then we really appreciate that. Share it with, obviously, your friends and family. And if you can go onto the iTunes and rate it and leave a little review, that does wonders for our 
uh, rankings, as it were, and it does wonders for my morale and all that sort of stuff, and, and Mark as well. So, great. Any feedback? We've answered your question. Great. And we have started to try to introduce the rule. Otherwise, we send the boys round. If we answer your question, you've got to leave us a review. Come on. Scratch my, uh, your back and all that, and you scratch mine. So, um, there we go. That's all I've got, Mark. I've got nothing else. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm okay, good. so bye from me. See you next time. And bye from me. You, Me and the GP Radio Show is intended for general information purposes and is not meant to diagnose, treat or cure any disease. It is not designed to provide specific advice and anyone with a medical problem should seek the advice from their own doctor. Please note, we accept absolutely no responsibility if you turn into a fitter, stronger, more energetic and all-round better version of yourself. To get the show notes, just head on over to richard-clark.co.uk.